It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 143. Pull up a chair and join us. On the menu tonight, new optional items available. The Feast Season 10 ending soon. Patch 4.4 Prelude and Violet Special Site Update. Announcing the Fan Festival 2018 in Las Vegas stage schedule. Developer's blog and shout out. But first, let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week? Hey, Ruby. What's up, Yalta? Yeah, hi. Hi. What, did you do something this week? No. No. I don't do anything. <laughs> don't do anything. I'm lazy. <laughs> I am really lazy. I, I really didn't do a whole lot. Just kind of logged in, checked on the dudes, skedaddled. Uh, I feel like there was something I did. Oh, I know I know what I did. I went back and I got uh, the yang to my yin. I went ahead and knocked out the uh, the second minion. Uh, Senna and I kind of did it. We couldn't do it at the same time, obviously. <laughs> but uh, we were doing kind of taking turns, and I went the uh, the lame route, and I just did the uh, the event five times so I could get five cookies. Oh yeah. And uh, she did the uh, the old mansion that they brought back from a couple years back, and did the uh, the mini game thing. And I think she she had the one where you had to figure out what the room numbers were or something. I don't remember. They're, maybe they're all like that. You, you have you have three different things out of a pool of I don't know. There's only like five or six. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, we both got our yins and yangs, and um, that's that's really it. <laughs> I I, <laughs> I like I like the Halloween event. It was super cute, but there just wasn't enough of it for me to just like continue to do it over and over and over, and. I don't know. There's not really like a uh, major draw for me to get into the Savage thing just yet. Just yet. Um, really the only thing I feel like doing maybe is the Primal stuff to practice just in case there's a Primal shirt at FanFest. Oh, yeah. You know, getting my body ready. And I'm doing <laughs> it. I talked about getting my body ready, Elta. And <laughs> I'm on the Special K cereal diet because I'm a fat ass and I have to... <laughs> Fit back in my shirt from two years ago. I looked good two years ago. What happened? I had a baby. And I had a baby, and I'm still carrying this weight from birthing the child. And you, you people better not fat shame me. I'm going to be upset. I'll sit on him. It's okay. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Have old punch him or something. <laughs> my wife will punch him. Uh, no. I just will defend us. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Please save me, Cinna, from these mean people. No, I, uh, I, I just really want to like kind of get get in gear, get some cardio, get feeling good. So you know, yeah, we're trying to eat a little better, or whatever, leading up to Fan Fest and um, uh, kind of getting our stuff together. I guess really the only major thing I did other than the uh, Halloween event is really just a lot of fan fest prep. We've we've ordered some things. We're getting the baby stuff together. We've got like this carrying harness thing that Bean can ride around in. I can carry him, or Cynic can carry him. And we were like, we have to get the uh, cover for the uh, baby carriage, the stroller cover, so we can put it on the uh, carry on or whatever when they throw it on the back of the plane. I don't know how they do that shit. I'm not in aviation, <laughs> and. There's just a bunch of little odds and ends, and I, man, I guess I'm full on dad mode because I think like, well, fuck, bring a, bring a bag full of diapers, some food, and 
couple of toys and let's hit the road. It's like, fuck no. You need a seat. You need a stroller. You need blankets and stuff for his teeth. And it's a baby for God's sake. It's not a, it's not the switch. It's not a, it's not a PSP. You need, he needs all the accessories. All the accessories. He's going to get some accessories. In fact, you know, like maybe we mentioned this last week, but if we didn't, our cards have been charged for the FanFest items. And uh, there's a cute little Topaz carbuncle scarf, headpiece and scarf. It's going to be too big for Bean, but we'll put it on his head and we'll, he'll be a little cute little Topaz carbuncle at FanFest. We'll have that for him and. We'll see what else we can put together. I'm too lazy to, to cosplay. I'll come watch the cosplayers on the night, which we have the schedule for. We'll talk about tonight. Uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll go watch the cosplayers. I'm I'm too fat and old to cosplay now, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Who's a fat old character in Final Fantasy XIV? I cosplay as him. I don't know. Um, and then I can't wait to talk about our shout outs because we, we joined a, uh, a nice little meeting with, uh, the Limit Break radio crew and other podcasters and community members. And I'm really looking forward to this after party. So if you get nothing else from this episode, I hope you get something from this episode, but if you get nothing else, you have but a few days to uh, sign up for the Limit Break Radio after party, and we'll share more of that information at the end of the podcast, but I think it's going to be a good time. So I'm really FanFest-minded. I'm really thinking about FanFest. I'm really excited about FanFest, and um, there's something that I want to eat when I go there. I think Santa wants to take me to a Bruxy's for chicken and waffles, and then there's some other place that we talked about going to uh, Yelta, you know they got rid of Pink's hot dogs. I heard sweat? that. I'm like, I'm man, really but that, that's upset. like the first. That's like the first thing we all did together. The first year we went to Fan and we stuck so our. Uh, that's that's when we were with Sequence Break. We put our Sequence Break sticker right there on the wall. Mm-hmm. We fuck. It's a long so time anyway, ago. Long time ago. So anyway, um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to eating. Apparently, maybe I'm hungry. <laughs> That's the fat ass in me coming out. Want to eat? All right, Yelta. That's what I did. What'd you do this past week? Um, I know I did map party. We 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 uh did a oh was it was it Brock and a couple of other people. We were like, let's map party. So we uh grabbed our Gazelskin maps and popped them. And well, first of all, we put together this party in the party finder, and we usually always do free for all loot. Um, except for thieves maps, we started passing thieves maps just to the owner the owner gets the map and we can decide to do them or not after that but uh so uh uh, my map i think was first uh we ran all the way to the end all seven rooms boom 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 killed the boss got the loots then we went and did the uh oh what was the other one what's the other one called the spinny one anyway it's a roulette wheel of doom and uh that we we killed that until i guess the end one too i don't know you get like six times or something so cleared i mean the, the first two maps we did that's what happened we just got all the way to the end of both of them it was kind of cool i got two thieves maps out of that i think i got three thieves maps all in all that's amazing yeah that was just like nuts and then uh we had a couple more then we had like a dry spell people were like ah and then we had a couple more like get in 
do one room, get back out. I think we ended up then doing, we were getting tired then. And then somebody, one of the pugs was like, are we going to do any of these thieves maps? And I'm like, we can do one, but I'm getting tired. So I popped one of my three and uh, we did that. But it was, it was a good party. It was fun going with uh, Free Company, Link Shell, you know, new people. Uh, unfortunately, it's, it's not a good enough time to actually build more community. So you get these people in your pugs, but you, you never think to invite them to your link shell and they never think to invite you. Maybe I should try harder on that. Mm. Uh, uh, the other thing I really did, I spent a lot of time in Pagos. Uh, you know me, I want to be ready for the new patch when it comes out and I don't do savage. So, uh, I, I'm like, well, the new relic weapon stuff's coming out on Tuesday, guys, and I don't have a relic weapon, one of the elemental ones. And so I'm like, I'm going into Pagos. Well, I did finally get it last night, which is yay, but oh my god. It's, it's, first of all, it's really hard to get into parties because I always want to go as a healer. Apparently, everybody wants to be a fucking healer in Pagos. Mm. So I went to the free company house. And I spent some of my other tokens and tomes and, and bolts and whatever and got some little bit better gear for my black mage. And I'm like, I had a, I hadn't played black mage really in Stormblood at all. And the rotation's completely different. There's like two different openers and then there's, it's, it's very confusing to me. I, I finally just took all the buttons off my, I just basically took all the buttons off my, uh, three bars and I read, a really in-depth guide, and I, I it took me a long time <laughs> messing with b- button placement, trying to figure out the rotations, trying to make it click. It, I did eventually get it because it's like really you're trying to keep your uptime on fire. What is it for? That's that's it. You just want to keep doing fire for as much as humanly possible, keeping a Nokian up. So you can stay in that phase, only switching to ice when you need MP. And, you know, it, it did, I can do, not that I would run a parser, but it got to the point where uh, I wasn't always like the lowest DPS when we were in Pagos, uh, killing dragons or flowers or whatever. So mm-hmm. I, I think everybody else, I don't even have any materia in my gear. So I'm probably judging myself too harshly. <laughs> Because I, I don't, I don't really have very good gear on my black mage and, uh, I did get more parties as a black mage. I just started shouting white mage or black mage. And then, uh, I asked one, we had, it's red mage world in there. Yep. And I'm like, I, I should really try to remember how to uh, go read a guide and learn red mage. Cause then at least you have the safety of another raise or summoner, I suppose too. So, uh, I might do that. I don't know. <laughs> I heard that Red Mage is pretty easy, though, to do a decent job. It never yeah. has clicked with me, though. I don't know. I I find, even as a summoner, I see way more Red Mages than summoners. And I really, essentially, have the same kit. I can't, I can't Swift Raise as much or as fast as they do. But mm. hopefully I wouldn't have to do that. <laughs> um, and then the added bonus of having a mini tank with me as a summoner it kind of gets me out of shitty spots you know a couple enemies target me drop that uh topaz carbuncle and head for the hills chicken nugget takes care of them (laughs) and i I run away so uh i see the appeal of red mage but as a summoner i think summoner's just as good 
Yeah. Yeah, and I and I've played Summoner, but it's been again. I don't. I don't even. Well, think. yeah, I but level... you're not freezing Renauds in place. <laughs> I was going to say fighting. that's really the only time I really did much with Summoner, <laughs> and that, I don't know. And you Red loved Beach, it. I, I actually no. I I was uh I was pretty happy. I was flexible enough to change my role to to help the group. So I was pretty proud of myself. I, I was able to do that. But uh, Pagos is hard. Because it's hard to get into parties sometimes. It's hard to find people who aren't assholes in your party. I don't know how many parties I joined where we we do these forge parties. So you basically farm up a bunch of the well, plants, kill the dragon, plants, kill a dragon, do chains up to 30, rinse and repeat. And then if, you know, an NM pops up, you go and, you know, kill the NM and come back as soon as possible kind of thing. And, uh... They're okay. They're okay kind of parties, except for we had one that was like this one guy, every time someone else would run, now people are running into this cave constantly to turn in their light to crystals. And this guy's like, oh, there's like some assholes here trying to camp, take our camp or whatever. And I'm like, there's two guys. They're not going to pull all our mobs. It just, just, just people just being like assholes. And, uh, there was somebody who was like standing, I, I was getting more and more sick of this group. First of all, they wanted a single healer, fine. But the healer couldn't keep the tank up. I don't know if the tank wasn't using cooldowns. We were killing stuff fast enough based on other times I'd been there, but after like the tank died three times and no one said nothing, right? Hmm. No one said nothing that whole party other than just being assholes about someone's going to steal our spot. But, uh, Finally, uh, another black mage came in there and was just shouting, I really need a forge party or whatever. And I just sent him a tell. I'm like, you can have my spot. And I told the party we were, I was going to finish the chain, of course. And so I'm like, hey, so, you know, I'm going to go. Uh, why don't you invite this uh, this black mage? Uh, I'll finish the chain or whatever. And they're like, go. And I'm like, okay. And it's like fine you're just it's 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 just irritating to me how the community kind of can be pretty dickish and then you know and then the next day i could have like two really good game or two really good parties in a row yeah nice people very helpful chatty your shout chat gets a little entertaining sometimes and fun you know it's but it's so hot and cold it's, yeah you, you think any of that also is partly pagos's fault uh, Eureka in general, at least right now, versions one and two's fault for being so just brain dead, grindy, just frustrating. And that, you know, maybe these people are sitting there seething because they're just <laughs> grinding relentlessly. And so they're like, fuck you. I don't care. Go. Bye. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Goodbye. See you. Well, and I, and I, I think that's very probably right. You're in there. First of all, you're in there. You have a timer. You have a timer from the minute you step foot in there, and that's how much time you have. And you got to hope that that lines up with the weather patterns and enough other people in there to spawn NMs. And, you know, there's a lot going on in there. And then, I don't know, it's it's not the most exciting, compelling content ever. I don't mind grinding mobs. And if, you know, but you've got the, the countdown timer and the, the fighting is so fast that you can't really stop and, like, chit-chat. You have to murder (laughs) so so you can't really be 
be, I mean, maybe if you're in voice chat, but I, I almost always am in there with a pugs. So unless I, you know, I did have joined up with like free company and link shell mates to do uh a weekly challenge log or something. But for the most part, no, I just, it's go in there and you shout and you leave. I don't know. It's not, I'm, I'm really looking forward to what Tuesday is. But we'll see, because I'm I'm not sure I'm super excited based just on the uh, blog post, I'll say. It's not really sounding that awesome yet. But that was pretty much my week. Uh, yeah, a lot of Pagos. <laughs> I do, there is stuff I want to do. I do have four classes I still want to level. I still, I really want to go um, mount farming. But I'd like to go with free company people, so I don't know. Maybe we should set some days up or something. For sure. For sure. All right. Then, listeners, you can come shoot the shit with us. Go to the website, www.gtffxiv.com. The first run is news. You know, it wouldn't be a weekly podcast without <laughs> new optional items available in the what? mod station. There's a new optional right. item available? Oh my god. There's like three new optional items available. Oh, and apparently the, yeah, the ominous prognostics orchestral version role was temporarily removed from the mock station. It's back now. Thank god. (laughs) I don't care. Uh, the first optional item is this account wide whale. It's a two person mount and it fuckers 30 bucks. And Ruby. Wow. I've seen this thing. At, at first, I thought it was kind of cute when I was looking at the pictures and stuff. Yeah. I've seen it in person, and it is so atrocious. <laughs> it is. I don't I don't even really want this thing. First of all, it oh, makes zero Christ. sense, right? It yeah. is a sea creature, and they're, and everybody's using them in Pagos, right? Everyone oh, is damn. using them in Pagos. There's just, like, whales lined up. Whales with weird carpets and lights and... Uh, <laughs> To me, it doesn't even make any sense that the fucking whale is wandering around the icy land of Pagos. Yelta, I'm giggling because I was about to fucking play this video again. Because I, I watched this at work the other day when this came out. I'm going to play the video to myself to keep the okay. giggling going because I played this on the Facebook page. You want to see some raw comments, go, go to Facebook. And the people on Facebook were saying... This goddamn music again. <laughs> oh, is it? Is it the generic? It's the ma- generic ma- flying, music? flying mount music that came out in Heaven's Word. Um, <laughs> everybody wow. was so pissed that the same fucking music was used over and over again. The other thing people were pissed about is that it is not a four-person mount. This motherfucker is huge. Why not make this the the start of the four person mount? I, you know, I'd probably give it a little more leeway, even with its atrociousness, if it was like a four person. They, I've been on big mounts in WoW, didn't they have like a a, a mastodon or something? I know I thought mm. there were they had more than two per- people mounts in in WoW, and I always thought they were neat. Be nice for Eureka. Especially all those fucking people in in Pagos. Carry your friends, yeah. Carry your friends. Why not, Yoshida? If we're gonna pay, oh, that would be pay to win, huh? Maybe I don't. Know. I don't know. 
Who cares? Buy it. Fucking <laughs> buy it. And we've got some gaudy-ass gold walls. They are gaudy-ass gold, gold upholstered, golden upholstered interior wall and golden kasamatsu interior wall. Now, I love the pattern on the, the second one, but I don't think I need gold. Are they dyeable? I bet they're not fucking dyeable. They're probably not dyeable. No. And, and they're $5 for one, $10 for three. Now, wallpaper doesn't go away anymore when you take it down, though, right? Yeah, but the, are these, these are, are these just walls? Are these partitions? Oh, no, are they, they're not wallpaper? Because why would you buy three? Why would you, would I don't you need know. to buy three? I don't know. Well, 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 large mansions do have three floors. I guess that's true. So you could buy three, yes. So maybe one for one floor and three for three floors. Because this would be ridiculous if this was a partition. That would be completely, oh, yeah. that'd be that completely be... ridiculous. But I had I can... not even entertained that. Yeah. I had not even entertained that. Uh, but there's a problem with the way they implemented housing with the game, which is you can't dye wallpaper at all. You can only yeah. dye those silly-ass partitions that become clickable items. So the I don't know as much as they've done for housing, which is great. The the clickable wall, uh, the clickable food, and the the weird dyeing of the walls and not of wallpaper. That shit's got to get fixed. They may be done with housing, but I wish they would fix that stuff. <laughs> um, I thought that this would be better as a gold saucer item, something you could spend MGP for because it's mm-hmm. gold, right? I was stunned it was not either a gold saucer MGP item or craftable. Where's our – I mean they did this before. We have the gold leaf interior walls and floors also, but oh. – oh. That's all I'm going to say because, oh my god. I don't know. Untradeable, so you can't even, like, give it to anyone. Mm-mm. Well, God forbid mm. you buy it off the mug station and sell it to somebody, right? Oh, that's true. I don't know. There there were a lot of very angry people. They're like, why can this looks like both those things? Why why can't we buy spend MGP on this? Mm-hmm. And why or and or why can't we craft it? Hell, I'd support using MGP to buy gold foil and letting crafters craft it into the yeah. walls. It's just why there really needs to, to be so- more of that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, we have a few new optional items. Enjoy or not. All right, feast season ten ending soon. Uh, it, well, it is ended, uh, Tuesday, October 30th, and the results will be announced on November 6th. So season 11, though, is scheduled to begin with the patch 4.45 and end with 4.5. So that's Tuesday, right? The new season would be Tuesday then. What's this 40s remaining? Yeah. I thought they said it's it's November 1st today, though. Yeah, just... well, if you go to the ranking page, it does say daily updates for the season's rankings have been suspended. So they must hmm. be locked as of 1030. Uh, it looks like this stuff is locked. And I'm looking at Primal, Django Unbound of Brunhilder, number one. Mm-hmm. No no Excalibur in the top five. I, we do have Simon York, Excalibur, Excalibur, number eight. 
Oh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Number 10, yes. He's there. He's there. Or she, I take it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so congrats to all. And what is the what is the cool prize? Rewards here? I think we get a cool, of course, the trophy. But you've got the... It's bad, that gear, man. Badass that, like, gear. on the bottom. The, yeah. Uh, the Madi Do. I don't even know how you say that. Madi but it's, Do. It looks kind of cool. Yeah, some fucking hell razor shit, <laughs> man. It kind of looks like... You crawled up from the underworld in that. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's a little. It's a little terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, patch four point four, Prelude in Violet special site update. This is, of course, go away movie. No one asked for you. Uh, <laughs> it drives me crazy that you open the site. And it just assumes you want to watch the video right now. Uh, no. 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 I don't want to watch it. No. Uh, we have two updated things, Forbidden Land, Eureka Pyros, and additional updates. The additional updates I'm going to get over with first, it is the even further Hildebrand Adventures, so more side story quests. So we can see what happens. Would that be it for this patch cycle then, do you think? After 4.45? More they, than likely. Uh, more than you likely, know, there, yeah. There might, be, uh, there might be a nerf or something. You know, close to the end, maybe a four point four six that has some nerfs in it. Mm. I don't see what I don't see what they would do though. No content. I also don't see any new beast tribe dailies bringing the beast tribes together for. When did they add that? Because that was oh, I don't see that here. I'm gonna be mad if it's not because they're saving I like that, that for the very end. Maybe. All right, the Forbidden Land Eureka Pyros. And, of course, they showed us this icy world first, but Pyros is, of course, fiery, which yeah. is in some of the other images. So the expedition's quest to re- reach the headquarters, blah, 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 venture north, new wonders and new threats. And we have some interesting screenshots here. Logos actions. The We'll, we'll talk about this more in the blog post where they describe it a little bit. So uh, apparently we're going to get to use actions that are uh, not our normal job actions. Mm-hmm. So that that sounds pretty. There's a little black mage here casting Cure L. Uh, yeah. hmm. uh, does any of this stuff look like the 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 little blue bar and the stuff people were saying was looking blue magey in the uh, dat mining? Yeah, and I think somebody overturned that. I read a little article that said that the uh, the assets that were for pyros in the logo system by uh by patch 4.4 were uh they were labeled so they could Mm. see that there were some assets separate from the logos actions but yeah i think a lot of the blue the blue mage speculation came out of this all right announcing the fan festival 2018 in las vegas schedule the schedule's here Mm -hmm. we know where we're gonna be and when we're gonna be uh, okay, the times are in Pacific. Uh, of course, Friday, November 16th. Yoshi P is gonna do the keynote. 10.30 in the morning to 11.30. Now, remember, all of this is going to be streamed for free, right? This year. Yeah, but are we getting the keynote? Are they getting the keynote? I thought, I thought they were, but I, cause I, cause I think they charged for some of the stuff last time. Yeah, I think last time, like, you had to pay for the keynote. But you also got the concerts. 
So maybe the keynote will be free, but you you cannot get the concert in any way, shape, or form. We'll find out. But we'll find if out. you don't, well, I'm sure it's going to be all over Reddit. It's going to be all over Twitter. It's probably going to be all over our twi- tweet account. Oh, it says at the very bottom, tune into the official Twitch channel and enjoy a free stream of all of the stage events throughout the show, excluding Excluding the concerts. I thought I had read that somewhere before. So yeah, we're going to get the uh, keynote and they're going to reveal stuff. What's in store for the future and God, I hope it's good. (laughs) Better be expansion talk. This is where... They have to talk about the expansion. We, you know, not skipping ahead, but mm-hmm. of course there's going to be a live letter that takes place the next day. Live letters we expect to talk about the current patch cycle, the next patch cycle, uh, balancing, and other uh, near events, things that can happen in the near future, where a keynote should be a inspirational message of where we're headed – and should give us a little bit of tidbit of where we're going to wet our whistles. Does that mean we'll get a job reveal? I don't Historically, know. that's where we've gotten. Historically, the job. yes. You know, we, well, last two years ago we got the Stormblood first trailer. You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe I hope so. Sword one two years ago, two years before that. You know, so it's I, this is usually what makes us hype for the next how long. So uh, last last time they gave North America the Red Mage, right? Wasn't that our reveal? Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was the uh, what was the neg? Was Japan next or Japan was last? Oh, I don't remember. One one of them did not get a job reveal because there was only two jobs. They yeah, had the Spider Man right. shirt, Simon Raimi. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then there was no uh, the no final job reveal, and I feel like that was Japan that didn't get the uh, didn't get. You might be right because I think we were like, wow, we were. I think remember. We expect I think Japan I remember to get really, all the good news. Yeah, good, I kind of was. Stuff. I kind of was surprised that you know. I think I remember being well. I think we were all kind of surprised there were only two jobs too. If we assume that Yoshida is going to reveal a job, whether it's one, two, three jobs. Would you suspect they're going to show North America the premier job? Because to me, maybe that's just preference. Red Mage is the premier job. (laughs) A lot of people wanted Samurai. Mm -hmm. But I felt like Red Mage was like the one more people wanted. So I I was thinking. I hope we get three again. I hope we get three again. I was just wondering if Blue Mage would be revealed at the North American Fan Fest. That's where I'm going. Oh, so with like this. you're you're like, will 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 Ruby's preferred job will be Ruby's preferred job hinted at or way? revealed? I also want Dancer. I also really uh-huh. want Dancer, and I really think there's a case for Geomancer to be uh, added to the game. Uh, yeah. I think that's an easy win. Uh, he did throw us that red herring about calculator. Yep. Yep. So I don't know. But keynote, I think it's going to happen. That's that's where my hype meter is. <laughs> I I hope I hope it. I'm hoping it's something good because I. Well, I'm trying to remember two years ago if we were like, man, we haven't really heard anything. Blah blah blah. I don't remember if that's where we are. Or I feel like, man, they were kind of already talking about an expansion, weren't they? But I can't remember. I think we so. were closer than we are now. Mm. Yeah. 
All right, then there's a welcome ceremony from 10.30 to 11.45. They're going to, uh, the development team and special guests are going to take the stage to welcome everyone to the fan festival. Then there will be a development panel featuring Tsuyoshi Yokozawa. Oh, he's the one who did the well, the weapons refrain ultimate. So he's going to talk about what it takes to design a fight like that. And how they're taking a break in 4.5. I don't know. I'm, yeah. I mean, I probably never see the inside of any of those ultimate fights, but that's not the point. They're, it was kind of fun just watching other, who's going to beat it and how far are they getting and oh. So, uh, then between two ferns, Michael, Michael Christopher Koji Fox is going to be bearing not one, but two tomes of lore. They're going to talk about the lore books, I assume. And they're going to bring answers from world lore creator Banari Oda to questions gathered before the show. So get your questions in. I think there was a spot for questions. They must be probably have them all by now. Yeah. And host live and interactive fun with the audience. And then we're having a costume contest, 4.30 to 5.30. Uh, last two times, I think it went long, so. <laughs> uh, so you're going to get to see the costume contest. Then we're going to have a piano concert performed by Kaiko featuring Susan Calloway. It's going to be good. So that is always fantastic. And then Saturday, November 17th, the Feast Regional Championships. They're going to have the North American Finals from 10.30 to 12.30. We will positively look into it. That's Yoshi P. and Soken will take to the stage and field live questions from the audience. <laughs> Where's my eggy glamour? Where's my tacos? So that's when you're going to get a chance to ask your questions. Then we're going to have a letter from the producer live. 3.30-5, the first half of a two-part special preview. They're going to talk about 4.5. Mm-hmm. And then the Primals concert at 7. So that is always fun. <laughs> and they, this one, they, they've blocked an hour and a half. I hope they this time have enough material for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Last time they played a couple songs over and they just kind of... I don't know. They didn't seem quite as prepared as the first. Day. Yeah, I felt like last time. Although I did love the concert, I felt oh, I like it. the last one they were really trying to push the Stormblood stuff. I I I know they have a big enough catalog. Maybe they can just play the greatest hits. We have still yet in North America to hear Shiva's song "Oblivion." Mm-hmm. Has never been played by the Primals in North America, so I would like to hear "Oblivion." Um, and then I think they could do the greatest hits, but I would also like to hear something that we haven't heard before. Maybe like a, uh, Sophia, maybe, um, mm-hmm. it would be really cool to hear something we hadn't heard already. Something that we haven't already heard before. So there you go. All right. And I think that's about it for news. So what's on tap? We get, do have some developers blog. The first one, this one tickles me because so many people have noticed the configure, save your configuration buttons on your login screen, but they're disabled. The UI items are there, but you can't do anything with them. 
but that's coming. We're, we're getting that, I think, pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so this first blog post, I'm not going to read it all. It's basically talking about how they're going to save your hot bars and macros and HUD layouts and character configuration, all of that stuff up to the servers. And then you can download them back again. So it's a new backup feature they're implementing that allows you to back up the configuration settings normally saved on the client side to the server. Oh, it's even more stuff than I thought. HUD layout, hot bar settings, system configuration settings, character configuration settings, user macros, and other general settings such as log text colors and the size of your Bahamut Igi. That's nice. It's cool. And they walk through how to use it. Probably not that hard. <laughs> they talk about backing up your data. They're also reminding us that this is in the beta phase. So when they roll it out, they suggest we back up our our data kind of like we already can today. I already do. Yeah. You you know, log in, don't log in. You Before you hit the login button, there's a config cog wheel and you can just back it up. So... I also just, uh, I actually don't use that anymore. I go out and just copy my, the data folder under my user directory. If you're on PC. Yeah. I've so. got, I've got three different spots. I have it saved, <laughs> but my wife insists once a month I back up my hot, hot bars. I'm glad she does, but, uh, yeah, I have a Dropbox. I have a documents folder and i think there's like a pictures folder or something i have it just (laughs) tucked away and just in case all right sunrise surprise uh they're telling us about the lyrics from suzaku's fight sunrise i don't even i don't even know if i've really listened to this song a whole lot because i turn the music down when i'm learning a fight (laughs) so they've got the uh the lyrics translated into english and honestly, I haven't read this yet. I mean, what's there to read? It's lyrics. <laughs> I haven't read the yeah. lyrics personally. Um, and uh, I'm going to go here. Oh, it's it's Suzakuza. It's, it's, it's her story is what it looks like. I'm That's a fan cool. of the lore behind it. I have mm-hmm. not been a fan of either one of the Four Lords battle themes. I, I oh, have the music I, itself. Yeah, I'm just not the Suzakus and Biakos. I'm just not like they don't pump, they don't pump me up. It's not like Sephiroth, like mm. some creepy ass lyrics and just that. <laughs> I guess Soken needs to steal more music from from bands. Did I go there? Because uh, because I don't know, man. I love me some Sephiroth. I like uh, Sophia's theme. Oh, Z- Sophia's theme was one of my favorites. Zervon's is alright. I couldn't pick up Biako's music, I don't think. It's, yeah. Me, I don't remember it at all. Yeah. I don't know. So there you go. I, 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 was, I, wasn't, hum, I wasn't humming it in the car on the way to work like I have been for some mm-hmm. other ones, so. And then she leaves you to die, and then she <laughs> leaves you to die. It's, it's still one of my alarms in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. Oh. It's so, uh, it's kind of ridiculous, actually, but I really like it. All right. Next blog post is, and it burns, burns, burns. Uh, patch 4.45 is coming, and they've talked, 
Let's see. Oh, a project manager went undercover to investigate what's to come on Tuesday, and here's what they revealed. Before heading into Pyros, as usual, there are requirements to entering these forbidden lands. In order to explore Pyros, you must have completed Pagos's story, which is not that hard. So <laughs> take get a friend to take you, though, if you don't, so you don't die if you have to go look, touch a crystal or something. All right, and additionally, with the animals, after the release of Pagos, an experience buff will be applied when entering Pagos after patch 4.45 is released. So if you're almost there, but not quite, you'll be able to get to Pyros in no time. And they, and they did that with animals, like they said. So if, if, you, if, you, if you're like, oh, but leveling takes forever, there, there, there will be a buff. No one will be in there, because most of us will be in Pyros. But <laughs> All right, as per usual, you can enter the Herbman... Forbidden Land, Eureka Pyros, by speaking with Rodney at Pier 1 in Kugagan. Once you're there, let's see. Once you've prepared the body and mind for the challenge ahead, speak with definitely not a Thancred impersonator and head on in. Is there a joke there that I don't understand? <laughs> All right. They, they gave us a picture of a snowy area and then a fiery area, which makes sense because... Pyros is ancient Greek for fire, which is like the first thing most of us did when we heard the name of it is Google that. What does Pyros mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway, there's there's evil fiery monsters there, I think is all they're telling us. They look like chimeras mixed with goblins' faces. Uh-huh. I, well, and that's why this picture, is, its caption is funny, because it's uh, a row wearing a goblin cap. It says Pyrus oh. <laughs> Diary, page 32. The Chimeras have yet to discover that I'm not one of them. All right. Then introducing the new Logos action system. It is a new type of duty action available in Eureka Pyros, available to you regardless of your role restrictions. They can only be used in Pyros in the next iteration of Eureka, but you'll be able to use them as soon as you enter Pyros. With these new actions, you could revive or heal as a black mage, provoke and mitigate damage as a ninja, or maybe dot dot dot. Could I live my dream as the ever elusive white mage tank? I can't wait to find out. All right, so they show a screenshot here in size. It looks like that's a provoke. Wisdom of the plate bearer. Oh, that's a that's to survive a tank buster. It looks like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how do you use them? Logos actions will require crystals known as. Logograms. You'll be able to obtain these unidentified crystals in various ways and bring them to the NPC Drake, who has come all the way from the North Shroud to Eureka Pyros on business. And they show a picture of him. So Drake will appraise these logograms, which you will store in your Logos manipulator. Okay, we have a UI. There's some sort of storage window it looks like Mm -hmm. let's see the logos manipulator will serve almost as a blender select the logograms you wish to use as materials in the logos manipulator and extract an action and this they got paralyze l the action you extract can be added to the list of acquired logos actions looks like you can have three logos actions you won't be able to use the Logos Actions quite yet, though. In order to access this newfound power, you'll need to click the Logos Action window and assign it as a duty action. And you'll be able to store up to three Logos Actions at a time. You can overwrite your selected duty so you can try out something else. 
with so many combinations available, you'd be able to create rather creative roles for yourself in Pagos. So this could be very interesting. And now this little bar, is it going down? You only have so many uses of some of these, it looks like. Like, you only get to do stone skin 99 times mm-hmm. or something. I don't know what I'm looking at here. Mm-hmm. They're not telling us the full story here. Mm. Um, I'm actually hoping it is a uh, it is a number of uses system because what's the fucking point once you've harvested all the crystals and you know everything? So that there needs to be some mechanic that you kind of have to go back and get the crystal again to create whatever spells that you need. It also kind of harkens back to some of the earlier Final Fantasies. You couldn't. You didn't have MP in some of the early Final Fantasies. You had number of uses for the spell. Mm-hmm. I think one in three specifically was uh, was in that fashion. And uh, this this goes back to that. I, I think I joked in the uh, in our Discord. Are they going to bring back draw points? Um, <laughs> I'm seeing something with this um, logos manipulator. I like it. I like where they're going with this. Maybe they're not showing us the full story. But when I look at the paralyze. First, let me let me point out something good that I noticed on this. Mm-hmm. Is the four? Or I'm sorry, the six different colored icons in the top left of these the logogram window, because you clearly have a DPS, a defense, or like a, an attack, defense, a healing, and then something that looks like movement or agility, and then you have what I would assume is debuff and buff icons. Mm. So. You have some kind of manipulation with buffing and debuffing. I like that. That that thrills me. That there, it's being recognized as some kind of role action or role or something. Mm-hmm. The thing that I'm a little bored with when I look at these is that you, they plug in the the crystal for paralyze L, and it pumps out paralyze L. Bravo. Then you scroll down and you look at. Uh, it says as you progress, you'll be able to improve it with two actions simultaneously. And they pump in an umbral and an astral, and it pumps up, what do you know, the same ability. Even though it says in here you can think of it like a blender, I'm not seeing any blending. And what I would hope to see is, if it's not in this iteration, maybe the next, which is something else that was you could glean mm-hmm. from this, is that there is clearly going to be a fourth uh, version of Eureka, but uh, that they you, they allow the blending of actions. I would like to see fire with, you know, maybe, maybe paralyze on it or something to that mm-hmm. effect. Throw some throw some debuffs on our spells or make new spells entirely uh, from from doing that or hype the spell, turn it into a jar or a ga or something by uh, by layering the spells. That's where I would like to see. Um, Eureka go to, where there's a really fun system that you're you're playing with uh, to get the best effect, and then let the players figure out what the best route to go is, and and then use these elements against the other elemental creatures. I, I think now we're cooking with gas if we have something mm-hmm. fun to do. Well, it, it kind of. I'm a little worried that okay, it looks. It looks like there might be some depth to the system. I'm worried, like you said, it, it is it just a one-to-one thing or does it really blend? Does it really combine things? Are they going to be interesting? 
So, so, so it's like, is there going to be depth or is it really just a bunch of UIs that is just going to be mm-hmm. confusing? And we're all going to figure out what the three best ones to do anyway. Right. We're all going to go in there as black mages with provoking rays. Well, and you could also argue, right? you could argue, how is this, how does this change anything when the problem with some of this content is, how fast the global cooldown is versus what the the goal is of the content, and I'm just spamming the same abilities over and over and over and over. This is just giving me more abilities to spam. It doesn't make the actual battle part of the content fun. It doesn't make the NMs fun. It doesn't make like there's got to it's got to be just better than a few U, UI changes and turning materia into abilities. There's got to be sweeping yeah. changes. Well- See, in like, so we have like the mutation system in, in Pagos right now. You know, it would be kind of neat if, oh, we mutated a dragon and it's now, uh, an earth dragon. So we have to use, does anybody have a paralyzed L or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unless, it's, unless there's some sort of, oh, what's the word? Where it ties into the content and it's not just like this weird. Like a synergy. Yeah. Synergy. Exactly. It's, you know, it's, unless, or is it just like going to be confusing, complicated crap and use up a bunch of inventory and we have to, well, that yeah, that doesn't make I it fun. I got another stone skin. Yeah. That doesn't make it fun. I would like to see, you know, maybe each of the debuffs themselves are elemental property and the right elemental debuff doing the right thing. Or we decide if player A and player B use opposing elements, it causes the mutation. Now that's making the battle content fun. Now we're changing the tide of battle and what what happens to my mob based on the Logos abilities that we've unlocked. So if it's important for me to get a bunch of Earth Magic so I can pair up with somebody doing Wind Magic and then we can cause mutations to happen on Ice Mobs, I'm making shit up. But it has <laughs> yeah, it that. has a fun that actually flows into the battle. It doesn't it doesn't make it fun to replace ruin with ruin L, dispel with dispel L, fire with fire L. How does that actually make it more fun? Other than I have to farm up some fucked off crystal to create mm-hmm. this ability that I'm just going to spam on the 2.5 second global cooldown, whatever it is, anyway. Um, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And I, and then I wonder, well, if they're too weak, we'll just all blow them off anyway. Yeah. Right. Cause you could, you could totally do all of Eureka so far. Just completely ignore your elemental wheel. It's a little bit faster and you can do a little more damage, but for the most part, you don't really need to manipulate your elemental wheel. It doesn't really matter if I have two or three crystals in my little line, I, I don't know. It's I wouldn't tank without changing my thing. But <laughs> yeah, well, when you, when you start out and you're squishy to something, yeah, I spin that wheel around. So, especially in some of those NM fights with the big AOEs, I will spin that around to uh, defensive, especially if I'm a healer. But you know, it just kind of has to make enough of a difference. It didn't make it any fun. It didn't the, – the elemental wheel did not make the content any fun. It just meant you rotate the wheel to the right color and then you use the same abilities that you've always used. Mm-hmm. It didn't make it any fun. It was just – now you have one more action that you have to do before you start attacking the creature unless you want to do less damage. I, 
okay, it didn't really change the name of the game. It didn't cause the mutate. Maybe it really it does, and we're all stupid about it, or yeah, I'm stupid about it because I don't know. But but in in Animos, it didn't do nothing but change whether that you were doing good DPS or okay DPS on the on the enemy. Okay. Yep. So we'll see what this is on Tuesday. I'm sure we'll have some. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. I have the day off. I'm gonna go vote, and then I'm gonna go play Animos or. Pyros, Eureka, whatever the fuck we're on now. <laughs> whatever Greek alphabet. <laughs> whatever Greek, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to vote into Pyros. Maybe not in that order. All right. Let's see. I guess uh, we're going to go to last call. Um, shout out. Yeah, I know. We have a shout out. So I mentioned this you at the, <laughs> yeah, I mentioned this at the start. Um, Limit Break Radio has an after party that will be at FanFest. So if you plan on going to FanFest, I guess even if you don't, but it, but if you plan on going to FanFest, you have until November 5th to RSVP for the event. There is a alcohol package if you want. There is one that does not have an alcohol package. You don't have to drink when you come to this deal. And uh, like I said earlier, uh, Yelta and I, we, we were part of a, a meeting so I wanted to share a few things that that we uncovered or we uh, we learned, and really why I think it's going to be a hyped up event. Um, if you are interested to know more, uh, the easiest thing you can you can check them out on Twitter at Limit Break Radio, or you can go to their website uh, limitbreakradio.com. Uh, backslash. 8526 brings me to the page that talks about the after party. It's, uh, it's, it was posted on September 2nd. But at the bottom, if you scroll down all the way on that page, it does have the sign-up sheet for the after party. And we did put it on our site. Um, and uh, we have a link from on last week's episode. So if you want to check it out there, it's gtffxiv.com, and we'll put it again on this episode. Um, we'll link it, and uh, you have until the 5th to sign up. But the, the cool shit that I found out was that there's 212 people that are already signed up, so I think it's going to be crunk. I think there's going to be a lot of people that's out there, and I think it's going to be actually you know like a pretty fun time. Um, I, I'm under the impression it's going to be a, like a four-hour live episode. And um, the podcasters, the community people, special guests, uh, whoever's invited into the booth will just uh, go at it. So Yelton and myself will be uh, on there intermittently. Uh, we may have some block time, uh, but we will be on and off. Um, we're hoping to do uh, some of our coverage while we're uh, on their episode. And then, uh, again, Yelton and I do plan on having our own share of coverage you know probably from saturday night but since this is happening on friday night i think a lot of what we'll be talking about is the keynote and possibly um what well, was two ferns also on friday mm-hmm. so we'll have mm-hmm. some lore stuff and um i know some of the lord gods are going to be involved and uh, a lot of other cool people in the community will be there so it's a fun send-off event if you're not aware limit break is uh, shutting down to some degree because of uh, really some great things that are happening with the team and Checkpoint Radio. And uh, as they move forward with Checkpoint Radio, 
Uh, Limit Break is going to take a diminished role. So this is kind of a, a, a farewell party, if you will. Uh, but it's also a just a fun a fun blast for a lot of the community to get together. So uh, last shout out for this because <laughs> sign up time will be over by the time <laughs> we have the next episode. You can check out us uh, on our website and we will share with that uh, the link. It's on last week's episode, but again, if you go to gtffxiv.com and uh, check on this week's episode, you can see the link there. It's also on limitbreakradio.com's uh their website so be there be square folks but then we'll have some of our audio that uh that comes out of that that we'll we'll steal i guess and then we'll put put out there for you guys i'm sure we're allowed it's our voices right we get to have it uh we'll we'll put out for you guys and then we'll do our own thing we're gonna have our own equipment we'll have like a i don't know like a tin can and a string taped to a computer <laughs> taped to a, wa- a sony walkman and we'll uh Oh, we could surely do a disc man. Okay, I think I do have a disc man in a uh in a cardboard box somewhere <laughs> in the house. Uh and we'll we'll put something together for you guys uh probably after Saturday. Saturday's going to be a doozy cuz I'm going to be so drunk Friday night. Mm-hmm. And uh Saturday morning is going to be a doozy. Uh I'm going to need a bloody mary, I think when I wake <laughs> up. Oh, a lot of alcohol. It's going to be fun. I oh, really am, I really am ready. Baby. I'm excited. <laughs> My body's ready. Not really, but <laughs> two weeks. I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, it is I cannot believe today is November 1st and I looked at the calendar and I'm like, "Oh my god. I'm I, it's here. It's here. It's here, folks." All right, then it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find links to all of our episodes and blog posts on our website, gtffxiv.com. While you're there, please leave us a comment. And if you'd like to, you can support us by clicking the donation button. You can find us on Twitter at gtffxiv. Email us at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Please rate us. Uh, Personal plugs, Ruby. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And you can find me on Twitter as well at Yelta Sumasu at Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. As always, thanks for listening, and we will catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. La la la.